Today's episode, we go over uh, what it means to be in a secret society, uh, some of what's happening up on Mauna Kea, and other exciting things that are hidden from your view. So join us for a full two hours at microbialsecret.org. We're live. We're live. Aloha. Aloha. How's it, David? (laughs) Happy to be to be here yeah thanks for coming over man yeah so uh we're we're here and we're gonna make a podcast and i was suggested to you earlier that we call it the uh secret society the microbial secret society is is what you suggested <laughs> what do you what do you think of that name <laughs> uh what, what came to mind was the microbial huna society because mm-hmm. huna it mean hidden? Yeah, you're or mentioning <laughs> today is also Huna Moon. Yeah, it's a Huna Moon. Can, do you know any, could you share anything about the Huna Moon? Like the, the, the moon phase? Yeah. <laughs> so Huna, Huna is considered uh, one of the first full moons. Uh, and Well, actually, I don't know, actually. No, I, I don't, maybe it's not a full moon. But what Huna means is the sharp tips hide. So you're coming out of the Oli, Oli days. Yeah, so it's not, it, it w- there's no way that's a full moon. <laughs> it's not a full moon, but but when it says, like, it's not a good day or good night to be seeking, like, esoteric answers. Yeah, that's what, true. What do you mean by that? Uh, well, today you're not supposed to quest after hidden things too much. <laughs> But tomorrow's a good day to quest after those things. Yeah, because t- tomorrow's Mohalu, which means to bloom. So so the things you were kind of longing for today and the things that were frustrating you maybe today as you're coming out of those Oli days are ready to bloom on Mohalu tomorrow, which is like a good day to ask for esoteric. <laughs> 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 yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Just be a little bit more patient. Yeah. Is what I'm telling myself. <laughs> yeah, that was a big lesson for me today. Just trying to do a whole bunch of stuff, and then we were trying to set this podcast up <laughs> like at least two hours. <laughs> it was supposed to just be a two-hour podcast. <laughs> so, so the idea I I was having I I like the the idea of the the secret society. So I was thinking to you know if we, when we have su- subscribers here on our show. They can join the secret society to get the second hour of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Tune in to the second hour of the podcast for secret microbial society members. Yeah, members only. Well, I was thinking. So, so I was thinking like we could have like a um, uh, what password? You know, like instead of instead of having everyone have a username and a password, and everyone has to have their own login. It's just like it's just like you have the special word to get into the secret society. So it's like one word, right? 
Like you pick one word and then that's like, that's the password. Like you don't have a username. But what what if like someone posts that online? Yeah, but then, then <laughs> we make like rules about it. You have, a, have an oath, right? Like we'll cut out your guts and we'll spread your ashes to the four corners <laughs> and shit like that, right? And you got to like agree to it before you, before we give you the password. So if you're the one that spills the beans for the password, it's like, oh, bro, like. And then how do you know that we, when we when we initiate each person in, how do you know that your password isn't unique? Right? So so we give a subset of people <laughs> one password and it gets you into like level, you know, like the back, right? Into the inner circle. What? <laughs> but then we give a, you know, a few, just, just like Eyes Wide Shut. You saw that movie? Mm-mm. That's Tom Cruise and he, he goes to the secret society meeting and he has the password, but he has the piano player's password. And so they let him in, but they knew that he wasn't like the regular dude, right? So that that's that's what I'm saying. Like with this, where we have this secret society, we we have it. So it's like, you know, like there's a password, but then like, oh yeah, so like you get the password for this level to get into like this area of it, you know. And, and the passwords could be like technical information, like what temperature should you know, should, like 120 degrees could be one of the passwords, right? Like not higher than 120 could be one of them, right? I'm not, I'm not saying that's one of them, <laughs> but it could be useful information, right? It's not just like these lame passwords. That don't yeah. Mean anything. So yeah, people can tune in and get unique passwords that get access to certain levels of like understanding, and then there'd be m- multiple levels. Well, I think the understanding is up to each individual person. Like what what I, what I like about our secret society here. <laughs> Is that it's really secret. Like, it's the microbes. They're occult by nature. Whoa. They're, they kind of are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're, they're a society all over, and they're in secret, right? Because they're all over you, but I, d- I wouldn't know unless, like, unless someone initiated me, right? Into the secret society. What? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> it, but it's true. The, the microbes are an intelligence and they're hidden yeah 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 they're the original secret society they're the OGs. yeah 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 and so so like we we as like humans make like these secret societies was like i got knowledge and shit but what the fuck do you know bro they like, <laughs> <laughs> just making shit up <laughs> this real secret society exists and it's out there and it's called the microbes and that's what i wanted to make this podcast about was like this secret society and how we're interacting with it and how we're all members but we just don't know because we're like the macro like we're the gatekeepers we're the tylers outside like not letting people in not letting people in or or not not like you know recognizing the secret society so how how does one recognize the secret society of the microorganisms well by becoming a member and getting the second hour (laughs) 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 no 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 just just like other secret societies they gotta be like some dues right to like get into the membership to be like part of it but but each person can initiate themselves that's what's cool about this secret society is like you know like we can teach you the fundamentals about like imo right and then you can go make your own imo pile and jump inside and like get this infrared healing action going on your own body and like and initiate yourself because you got this knowledge 
Mm, you know, tomorrow is a. Re- I feel like tomorrow is a really good time for an IMO pile. Yeah. Because af- then after like two more phases, the moon's in a kua, hmm. and that's typically when the like second day the pile will either bloom on the top or in the earth. Hmm. So I just feel like it's a good time to. Uh, yeah, if yeah, to create a pile. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm totally. I mean, I so I got a bag of I, when I got back from America just now. I just bought a 55 pound bag of dog food. <laughs> Pedigree. Yeah. <laughs> just gonna mix that with the wood chips and get my my IMO pile going. And it, and I'd probably want it to be like I probably wouldn't get into it till day two because when you do it with the dog food, it's all oily and shit. Hmm. So is there a difference between like the IMO with the dog food and then say like with like a different substrate or is it this idea that the microorganisms are just able to like clean stuff? Well, let's, let's think about that with like the secret society, right? If you if you make your lodge, your your temple, your gathering place in a certain orientation in a certain way, is it going to set the mood and your vibrations in a certain way? Yes. Yeah. So same same with the microbes, the materials I use, that's their lodge, that's their temple. I'm building a, like a mega temple like for them. <laughs> you know, like a mega church with like a preference. <laughs> <laughs> You're building one? Yeah, well, like that's what kind of like an IMO pile is, right? Because I'm making, I'm making, well, actually I'm making like a nightclub for like, they're, they're all going to get like, make love with each other. It's like a picnic. I, I don't know, like Woodstock. Maybe. <laughs> I I like to view it as like each collection is almost like a different aspect, like a different archetype of the microclimates and the culture. And then when the ceremony of the indigenous microorganism pile is created, it's like all those different aspects are like, sharing story and sitting together around a table sharing their ideas their successes their failures and they're eating really good food and you know fermented juices and all the good things and there's music and they're able to like harmonize and and then like collectively in universal love expand and grow and then the next generation is uh even like wants to innovate even more and keep going yeah 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 it's like a like a culture and like uh, evolving civilization is kind of how i i I talk about that it's like an evolving civilization yeah like like the like the microbes that you start with are like this one evolution, right? But then, like, they're in this good material, and they so like they 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 interact, like you're saying, like sitting around and like talking story. But they're I mean they're actually making sweet love with each other too. But like through that, like this this tantric kind of thing, what they're doing, like like understanding this deep wisdom of like vibrational heat, the same like sun heat is like the same infrared like type make love making heat that they pass, mm. and that's information that's that's radio information, right? That's that's uh, electromagnetic bandwidth. Heat is, and they're they're passing it to each other, and they're like coming in ceremony with each other, and like, pa- you know, 
evolving through civilizations and their culture, their developing culture. That's what you call when you make microbes on a petri dish, culturing them. And that's what you're doing. You're evolving culture in this in this society, but it's but the only reason it's secret is because we can't see it. We just feel the heat. We just feel the love coming from it. We just think, oh, you know, it's heating up or whatever. And then if it gets too hot, it's you know then. Uh, the thermophilic and it's like raving and then those dudes are just more like zombies and weird mm. shit. <laughs> They're all huffing nitrous. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we can't actually see the microbes with the eye, so but we can feel their heat and love and observe observe their interaction with within the earth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's that's like uh yeah, that's how, that's how we know those, you know, like that we see them and then when they erect monuments like mushrooms to us, we, we also see them in that case too. Do you think like mushrooms are like a thank you or are different mushrooms th- saying different things from the microbes? Like maybe we need seawater or maybe we need, you know, something else. No, I maybe. I mean, my, my mushrooms are like dicks. Like <laughs> they're going to shoot their load out into the... <laughs> atmosphere to try to reproduce so they're, they're building huge reproductive organs so that, that's how they get further right because a microbe's so small and if i'm going to get from like here 10 feet away like to grow that far would be like growing light years it'd be like going to visit sirius right it's way the fuck away there but if i like explode through a, a thing and my spore floats through space too serious like without you know i'm just in a spore like asleep and then i land there and then i hatch there and then it's like they can go they can go further like like into space and further than like a few feet or a few millimeters microbes can travel into space yeah i mean yeah that's what i've heard i mean maybe not all of them but like you know in their in their more primal form or they're more like there there's certain classes or or, you know phenotype or whatever the heck you want to say classifications of them (laughs) yeah there's astronauts man yeah Wow, My, microbes. Yeah. So, what what about with like humans though? It's like with humans, microbes can kind of transcend space and time with the help. Well, well I mean, what it, like you can get real deep into like what is space and time and th- those constructs and like. Hmm. What what is space and time? Yeah. I, d- I just meant like if you collect indigenous microorganisms and then preserve them they're preserved in time and if you refrigerate them they'll last indefinitely so if in the future someone holds a ceremony and and brings brings the microbes back to life then they're transpend they're transcending space and time yeah yeah with the help by partnering with like in a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. Well now you're getting into like cryogenically freezing them and then like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that, that's a whole nother thing. Cause like if I move <laughs> 10 feet away, it's a different environment. But if I stay in the same spot and I'm cryogenically frozen for like millions of years and then I wake up, that's a whole nother thing. Right. Time, time. You know, is that kind of what you're getting at? Like time traveling? Yeah, in a in a way, yeah, time traveling, but but it it it's almost like time forwarding in a sense because if there's like forest that's super old that's like never been disturbed, 
It's like eons and eons and trillions of years in microbial time. And then if you're bringing that to like, like say new earth or like new lava or somewhere where it's like the soil has been depleted or something, it's like speeding up that, that process. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I see what you're saying. Like, because you know, like like it's it's just like if if aliens came here and they taught us how to drink water out of air, right? That's like the classic thing I talk about. It's like <laughs> th- these microbes do actually know how to drink water out of air. That's that's why I use that joke kind of because people think like if I if I just told you, oh, David, check this out. I'm gonna drink water out of the air. <laughs> you know, suck water out of the air, and it's like you'd be like, well, and I taught you how to do that. I could teach you how to drink, and then you would never have to have a water fountain or whatever, and you could just structure your own water by just drinking it out of the air. Do you know how to do that? Right. Well, that that would help you, right? Like, <laughs> and if that that if that knowledge came from like space or time, like if it came from, you know, maybe people in the past knew how to do that, and maybe people in the future know how to do it, or you know, and if you can tr- transcend that knowledge through space and time, or bring it bring it here, and I, and I think I think you can. I think the the microbes can actually, because the 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 DNA is a radio transmitter that that is very subtle but goes across space and time there's no there's no limitations of space or time on dna and so by getting a bunch of dna which is like a bunch of microbial life you can increase your antenna and increase your sensitivity to cruise through that space and time and to, but you, but it's very subtle so you gotta have a you know the more antennas you have the more uh, bandwidth or power you have for to search that realm but but you can bring knowledge and or data through space and time via increasing your microbial um, awareness, like be getting more of the secret society on you, inter- interfacing with more secret society members. You have more access to higher knowledge and other secrets, right? I know something you don't, and the, and if there's this society of like really legit things, and they're they're sending information throughout space and time, right? It's like, you know, secret society members have books and things. and Yeah, it just, yeah, it makes me think of, like, more diversity. It, it's, like, more diverse IMO collections, and there's more interaction with the secret society. It's, it's a wider, yeah, like a wider secret society, you know, like, because like if I have information and I'm in my own culture, then I only have my own flavors and my own way of drumming and my own thing, right? But then I go to your culture and you have your own music instruments. And then if we come together, like it's good to preserve our own cultures in our own way that are unique. Like if I come to your area and then I bring my culture to your area and it was not compatible with your area, I could fuck you, fuck things up. Kind of like what's happening today where we brought Western culture everywhere and it's like overridden these other cultures. So we should still preserve your own unique culture where it is. But with that, we can hybrid and find more like fusion between our cooking for instance you know spices and peppers maybe that i don't and i mix that in and like just like the old world new world fusion where they had tomatoes and potatoes and things exchange so finding a balance between different worlds or perceptions of of being yeah yeah well yeah yeah a a balance between preserving heritage and then hybridization and recognizing the value of both of those because they're both kind of on polar opposites of each other. But practicing them in, in appropriate ways, both those, that's like, you know, it's what makes a successful se- secret society over time is it's able to recognize the commonalities between each religion or each sector of 
commerce or you know geographical place and then have its own like common denominator but then also its own pristine fates in certain areas or so do the microbes want to be a secret the microbes want to be a secret in their secret society no they want you to join them <laughs> and that's how you get the second hour right <laughs> yeah no they, they don't want to be a secret man and, and that's the funny thing about this this is the most open secret there is it's not like other secret societies try to cling to their secret and like oh no 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 you can't have this our our secret society <laughs> tries to get everybody and spread it so much because it's not really a secret it's really an open society everyone should join everyone should be part of the microbes right but but if they're you know like we got we got a um yeah like it's an open source secret society the, the, the funny thing is the funny thing is people will forget again right there's there's traditionally there's only a very small sect of like medicine people that kept this knowledge alive and like this knowledge to me and when i got it it was like whew, there were like a few people that knew about it still and now it's come back like in the last decade since I, i've been into this it's come back and it's like you know in a mass consciousness but who's to say if that's like the working that i've been doing or the microbes that i've been spreading that have been like infecting people like people doing acid you know waking themselves up if you did imos what if it also turned on this other level of consciousness that we're unaware of and that's what i'm trying to get at is as we get more dna on us we actually get these higher levels of consciousness that we can tap into more yeah higher levels of dna from more indigenous microorganism collections and interacting more with the microbes on like deeper deeper levels well well the mi- the microbes but you're but what the microbes are is antennas for vibration right because they have more dna and it's like these <gasps> but, but the so so if the microbes have are like have antennas and they receive information right and the more diversity that we're interacting with is coming into our realm of being in our energetic field but the the microbes dna information is from the forest which is like super old so that consciousness would have an understanding of humanity during that time and what if during that time it was like a golden age where human beings were living in harmony with nature and they were tapping into these, you know, out of the normal senses of, of perception and stuff. And, they, and then by interacting with more diversity than the beings and individuals, their antennas increase. And then they start understanding more of the things that the microbes <laughs> understood back then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I'm sa- that's what that's what I'm saying is like, it's like the more microbes I put on my body, the more I'm gonna like all of a sudden understand how to live in pono with the earth, like in harmony with the earth, because it's not me that's interacting. Now I'm tuned tuned into this cosmic consciousness that's actually possessing my body because it's coming into this modem. Se- they're sending electrical signals that my DNA is receiving, and then my macro body itself is then learning these things and this ancestral knowledge that can come through via joining the secret society and via like enriching it and putting your energy towards growing and building it 
that we actually have a stronger connection and that you become more adept and more attuned because you're tuned into higher cosmic energy coming from space, but also more micro energy coming from like the earth and the microbes that that live here on this place, this earth that we reside on. It's like the microbes are the ones that are like holding the space. To, to a degree, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, I think like they they have they have electromagnetic resonance, right? And they have a very peaceful electromagnetic resonance. This is something I've noticed when when people get around microbe piles, or when people come to visit my pigs, where there's like they're on a big microbe pile, like meters of of microbes, mm-hmm. they calm down, and their energy field sinks with it. So you synchronize your wavelengths, your radio frequency, your whatever's driving you synchronizes with this big pile because it's a huge concentrated mass. Imagine trillions of pieces of DNA emitting a frequency. It's not very high voltage or amperage or whatever. It's not very high power, but or wattage, I guess that would be both those. But but it's very it's it's on all bandwidths though. So it's coming at you at like infrared and microwave and uh, gamma and you know all these bandwidths but very low small and you're in you're synchronizing with that and they're downloading with information and you're also uploading your field to them wow it's just yeah i think it i now have like more clarity right now like i really feel called like to do an imo pile tomorrow and to just like put the intention into that and just yeah just create an, a pile it's like really f- fulfilling and then be able to share that with, with other people, like, about how how to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we'll check check it out. I mean, the pile is not only it's not only the it, it's also it's also like we're we're in so much EMF pollution all the time. Like my cell phone, everything, the computer, everything's generating like EMFs, right? Heat, like infrared is in EMF even. But when you get in that pile, then you're surrounded by all that nourishing EMF energy. You're getting EMFs, but they're all these these ones that are like healing and natural. They're not these like gnarly overdriven like microwaves or 5G or, you know, LTE or <laughs> FM radio or, you know, they're, they're highly overdriven and they're scrambling whatever. But you're getting into this DNA EMF bath mm. when, when you submerge yourself in and bury yourself in a pile of microorganisms that are active that are heating up and they're below 120 degrees and they're just like that perfect heat that, that nourishes you. And we get into that, it's really good infrared heat that then can let your, um, also your, your mitochondria rest as well. Oh, because so, your body doesn't have to like, like your mitochondria, like the batteries, right? Like that, like energy supplier kind of. They're making ATP, yeah. They're, they're like smashing sugar. So I, 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 don't, I don't even know how it fucking works, but they make this stuff called ATP, which I don't even know what that shit is. But so if so, then if the body's warm through like being held by the microbes, then the body wouldn't have to like use energy to heat. Yeah. Itself yeah. Up. Yeah. But what do, what about the part about like when the pile heats up? Keep it below 120 degrees. You don't want to grow like the wrong type of biology. Being really mindful of that. But at a certain temperature where like no pathogens can exist in the body. Like what is that? I guess what is that temperature? And like 
it, it's just like the pores open up and the microbes enter in and make their way to the person's heart and it's almost like saying that like metaphorically but if they actually do get into the blood then they would be making their way to the heart um i i don't i don't know like how does that whole process work well i don't i don't know if they get into your blood because you get like sepsis and shit which you're you're pretty well insulated from them getting into the, they do they would colonize your your dermis like your skin but i don't know if they'd actually get into the blood that they i don't think you'd want that to happen yeah maybe not in, yeah but <laughs> i heard heart attacks are caused by lactic acid in the heart and so if you're consuming more lactic acid bacteria, you're uh, keeping lactic acid from accumulating in your body because lactic acid bacteria love eating lactic acid. And so they're eating that stuff out of you. And so it can lead to a healthier heart that way. So so LAB could maybe get into your bloodstream and be in your with your heart. Huh. But but the soil microbes, not like... like <laughs> you <laughs> Yeah, but like the part about, like I thought... Like it was almost like detoxifying in a way. So how how does that work? Well, so so like if question. you're poor, what, what's that? That that's the question. I guess how does that process work? Well, like well, so you're detox. You, you talked earlier about the temperature rising. So if you your human cells tolerate like uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know, like a pretty a pretty broad range from like ninety six, ninety five up to like a hundred and six or something Fahrenheit. So it's a pretty broad range, and pathogens have a much tighter range in there. Like if you get o- that's that's why you have fevers periodically is to actually kill out these pathogens. Which if it gets above a hundred, hundred and three, then then the pathogens die. And so mm. actually getting a a fever is actually good once in a while to clean out these pathogens that just accumulate in you over the you know you may not get sick but you're accumulating pathogens. So when you really do get sick and do get a fever, you're not just countering that one. Hmm. event you're countering many events that have been accumulating in you so it's good to get a fever once in a while but what the imo bath is an artificial fever because as the microbes make love they heat up they create infrared heat and that then raises your body temperature when you're in close proximity to it and you can raise your body temperature up to 103 as if an artificial fever and burn those pathogens out of your body whereas Hmm. your human cells can tolerate up to 104 Six hundred five. You know, you don't want to go above one hundred and seven. I heard your brain melts, but um, <laughs> but you can you can tolerate these higher temperatures for prolong. You know, if, like half hour and do a few rounds of that, and in that that then your temperature going up that high, the pathogen load so just so diminishes. someone is like needing like healing, right? Mm-hmm. And they go in a, into an indigenous microorganism pile. Would is there persons like toxins and stuff ever at risk of like, you know, changing the the microbial makeup of the pile? Like, what if, like, would you want to be like, or are the microbes so prolific and strong that like eighty percent of the positive microbes outweigh, you know, the other? So, so that was a concern of mine when I when I put people into this pile and then certain people come out and they smell okay, certain people come out and they stink real fucking bad, hmm. and I think that's like toxins or whatever sweating coming out of them. That's just like this stank, like just you know toxic stuff coming out of these stinks, and so you know scraping your skin off after and trying to trying to get that stuff off you, but um. Yeah. What was your what was your 
What was the question? Yeah. Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, t- you're talking about the IMO bath. And yeah, the IMO bath and... Oh, the question was about if someone could, like, contaminate the pile, then oh. it, it would, oh, like, yeah, 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 okay, like okay. smell like asphalt after okay, a light okay, rain. Yeah, yeah, so, so, so <laughs> I wanted to say people smell bad because that indicates stuff's coming out of them, right? But, but I don't know. I wouldn't want to jump in a pile right after you were there, but... But if but but about twenty four hours of the pile like like if you took a IMO bath and like like I had a pile and it was like a two hundred to four hundred pound pile and I buried you in it and then you got out then I wouldn't maybe want to jump in right afterward because that but but if I then put the pile back and then I let it ferment for twenty four hours that's like the equivalent of like a thousand years for the microbes <laughs> and they can do a lot to clean that up especially if i have biochar in the pile and some other things they can they can get rid of those toxins because it's a very rich environment so i think i think it would be cleaning but certain compounds like you know they're, they're harder to break down like what if you're sweating pharmaceuticals like you know you know but but i have power of the microbes and but yeah maybe maybe you know single pile to single person because yeah. that's kind of gross single pile single person so in, in terms of like substrates, <laughs> um, tomorrow I'm thinking about experimenting with k- Kamani sawdust and or organic wheat bran. Yeah. What, do, what do you think of that? Kamani sawdust and organic wheat bran. So the Kamani sawdust is going to act as like a kind of a... Um, buffer like a carbon storage type of thing and then the oh so it's not gonna like break it down like maybe i'm using dog dog food (laughs) and wood chips so and it works you know it's it's you're using wood chips for the for the fungal propagation too yeah both both for propagation and activation that yeah well i mean just the i guess propagation is that the dog food goes in Yeah, yeah 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 i meant the wood chips oh yeah the wood chips Okay. Yeah, yeah, they, and it's all about balancing that the food to like the substrate. Might, but what about yeah? I mean, yeah, so dog food's food, potent though. Food to the substrate. So, the do you have kamani sawdust and then the organic wheat bran, but then also oats and barley. I've never utilized those before though. Yeah, yeah, they all they all have different nutritional profiles, and it depends how they're ground and how how they're you know mixed in. And they're kind of like whole. I feel like they would need to be like powdered, but maybe not. I mean, the dog food, it does it it blooms without it, right? Well, the dog food's kind of like compressed, <laughs> and it comes out like nugs <laughs> the first day, and it's like, but then after day one, like day, like twenty four hours in, it kind of <laughs> starts to like moisten up, and then it becomes better. But when I first put it in, it kind of sucks. The first 24 hours, it's it, it mill runs a way better substrate to use. Like, the first 24 hours is dodgy. It's like, it's, it's yeah, it's not the best, so. But but it's what I have, right? I got, I got like, you know, rule zero, don't let anything stop you from growing yeah. right now. Or, you know. don't, yeah, don't let anything stop you from growing. So, so you said that the Kamani wood would act as a buffer. Kamani would typically like won't rot or anything no <laughs> so i don't know if that's a good idea <laughs> yeah yeah i mean better to use like like gunpowder tree or albizia or something that's like yeah 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 but you but you got to use what you got man if it's cheap <laughs> if it's easy if you got it tomorrow and you want to use it you know the kamani you think so I, well try it try it let us know 
We'll, we'll be back next week. Yeah. For another <laughs> episode of Secret Society. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> so, uh, so what's 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 been uh, what's been fresh with you? Let's let's get into your your bit here a bit. <laughs> what's been fresh with me? Yeah, I know you just moved houses, and then you you maybe had some microbial success stories to share. <laughs> microbial success stories. Yeah, you created like share. a secret society down in OP County, from what <laughs> I know. <laughs> Is this true? Are you initiating? The land and the people and the sand <coughs> it's into the band. Well, it sounds like it if, if I'm going to make a IMO pile tomorrow. Are you really? It's like 10 o'clock already. You still got to drive down there. And then yeah. yeah you I mean, you, it's a big day tomorrow. It's a big day. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's a big day tomorrow, I guess. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I'm kind of been living in op cow and and kind of farming down there it's totally a different experience than farming in uh, hawaiian paradise park just because yeah it's kind of like on the on the fringe of ohia forest and there's some it's interesting you can observe certain spots where you know you can see the fungal network and then you can see where maybe some trees may be experiencing the rapid ohia death in like, but it's not connected to the like the forest fungal network, and but um yeah I guess initiating down there I I, I have intentions to uh, to start teaching a, I guess to start with one teach a class down there I haven't I haven't done a workshop or anything in that area but it's totally possible <laughs> yeah. Well, can you go a bit more esoteric into those details? <laughs> that is the purpose, at least from what I understand. Of <coughs> is the purpose what? <coughs> of this <laughs> podcast is to go deeper into the esoteric details. Yeah, into the esoteric details. So, what so about wh- your land? What about what land? The, the land you're dwelling on. What's what's the what's the like spiritual history there? Uh, the the owner and his wife they they've been there for twelve years, and they practice like Native American um, prayer and ceremonies, and they do sweats sometimes like twice a month, and um, yeah, it's it's focused on like growing medicinal plants and. Um, yeah, yeah, it's kind of fun. I, I guess the guy, the guy, uh, Harry, who, who, um, he's the owner of the place. Like he's, he's a master builder. So he's, and he has like tons of kids and he, they're all grown and he's just like this elder figure that, but he's like so active. He gets up at like 3am every day and he's just like building and, and creating. So it's, it's really inspiring to see. Um, and he he's been teaching you to build, right? In a, in a way, when he's he's really yeah, he's totally offering his support a hundred percent. It's just like I need to be willing to meet him where at the level that he's at. You know, if 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 I want to find the time to to like build with him, I need to get up. I gotta get up really early to do that. 
and it's it's a beautiful opportunity to to, to start doing that more but yeah yeah i mean you ta- taught me how to like built a rack for the truck and then a medicinal shelf for fermentations and stuff mm-hmm. so small small kind of things but yeah, w- really wanting to learn how to work and build more with, um, like, uh, concrete and the hempcrete and and building domes. And, and Harry talks about, like, he, he, he views, like, what's, what's, what's happening. Like, he's really interested in learning more about the microbes. And he's, he's you know, we've done an IMO1 collection and he's seen it and it's been preserving and it's just kind of been preserving and have done multiple collections there and he just yeah he he feels like uh i guess really really connected i forgot where i don't really know where i was going with that but i guess he feels really connected to to the to the microbes and um i mean a lot of that's due to your influence right because he he didn't know about those microbes and that stuff before you were there, right? Like you kind of you introduced him to the secret society, right? You initiated him. Maybe. Like he he was around it his entire life. The secret society was growing all within him and around him, but now he's recognizing it and now he's kind of like dedicating his life to it, right? He finally saw it, but but was it but was it from you like? Was it from me? I'm not sure. I mean, I feel like he's really connected to the land in, in like, different ways. And, I mean, he's grown, like, you know, fruit trees and stuff and has experience, like, observing nature um, and learning from nature throughout life. So I don't know if it was, like, from me. but Well, I know know as a builder, there's natural principles that, that you learn that are, like, these archetypal principles, right? learn about square and like 90 degrees and these different like concepts of like you know really like you you use a lot of your math that you learned which was like this abstract theoretical stuff that like but then building you really use it like you got to calculate rise over run to get like a slope of something if you're going to make you know reach Mm -hmm. across something and like there's all these like applications for it so it's like another way of like this, like secret. Oh, okay. I remember now. I remember now. So he he's really enthused about it, and I've been talking to him about these, like how to make a pile, and that you know I want to do it, and um, it would be fun to do it like coincide it with like a sweat too, but just need to gather firewood to do that. So the sweat's another like infrared thing, just like how the IMO pile is. The sweat is another like ancient way of like that was like a purification like get rid of your disease purify yourself but then also like connect to higher power because that stuff was like a way of building like willpower within you because that stuff is so freaking hot right have have you done it yeah yeah i've participated in i think three yeah three sweats there since i think three yeah so so the I, I did one gray wolf and he, he he's a Native American and he told me if you like go outside there used to be a dude out there that would smash your head if you went outside. Really? If you peeked your head out they'd just smash your head. What? And it was like a in like a initiation, right? And they would make it so fucking hot, like the when they're initiating the you know, the, the, the person into the, the society. 
and it's like purifying them and getting rid of all those bad microbes. And if you couldn't fucking handle it and you had some fucking shitty microbe in you and some bad vibes and some low shit going on, out of integrity kind of stuff, and you couldn't handle it and you tried to, you couldn't master your willpower, you couldn't be like, I'm going to stick it. I'm going to stay in this sweat till I freaking make it because mm. my will isn't, you know, like, I don't, all the microbes, all the vibes I get, all the vibes I put out are like pono. They're in tune with the earth. They're into this higher power. I can connect to that cosmic bit. And if you couldn't and you went out, then you deserve to have your head smashed, right? Because otherwise you're like carrying weight for the tribe and people have to take care of you. If you can't master your own will and take care of yourself and make things happen and like overcome certain things and have the right microbes and have the, <laughs> the right connections with the higher power or the earth power or whatever it enabled you to stay through that ceremony that place and with your team too like if you had buddies around you too you know y yeah so so the thing that i was yeah i forgot but now i remembered was that he's like really into it right and he views like like the imo pile it's you know he asked like is it best if you you know make it mobile or you do it like in one spot and you move it or whatever but like ideally you'd have like an imo you know station but it's but he perceives it as like an i like building temples so it's the idea of to collaborate together and do kind of like um work with clay and then build like a, a bowl like a big bowl for a fermented plant juice like a big mixing bowl for like yeah big bigger batch and then put the clay on the newspaper and then the hemp herd and then concrete it or like some type of creep. And you're talking about like a dome type of thing? Yeah, yeah. So if you can make a dome, um, you could, or if you can make a bowl, then you could probably make a dome. Okay. And then, um, so yeah, the do I, I guess like these, these domes that could be painted on the outside and that they would be like microbial temples where people can create like, um, yeah, indigenous microorganism um, baths and piles and then propagate the <laughs> indigenous microorganisms and then, con I don't know, kind of connect in that way. Because, I, yeah, I feel, like, I feel like when you create a pile, it, it literally like melts the earth right there and it like opens up this portal to like some type of connection down below. Yeah, well, you're 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 fusing like the heaven and the earth. You're creating an interface of life between the sun and the ground in a way where it's like indigenous culture being revived and this thing that's been here being coming back and reconnecting and having the Verizon. Can you hear me now? You know, everywhere is networked and it's all plugged in and it's all five G and but in a good way. <laughs> and and that that interface is. Yeah, you're you're, and if you think of that as building a temple, and the more sacred you get, and the more conscious effort you get, and the more you you have the same microbes on you as are living in that soil, the more you have like connection between it, and you have like actual energetic and electromagnetic resonance with that space and that place and then if as you put it into that food as well and you start to consume that food it also has that same resonance field and biome and is vibrating in this way of just like love because the microbes are making love and just sending this love 
bandwidth around it becomes like cyclically compounded of like a temple happening but they're worshiping the whole way because above and below are connected and they're growing together and they're making this union of life in the soil wow so it's like a yeah union of life in in the soil and it's like yeah like kind of how when you call in the directions it's like each collection you're calling it in in some way like it has a different as a different unique perspective to share and a, like a different i don't know what it would what the equivalent would be in the secret society but yeah. it's like one like understanding like like if you collect like from the lava rock or then you collect from the desert or you collect from like like a like crystals or you collect from like a forest or you collect from like a swamp like they all have like a different flavor or something like a different aspect to them you played zelda ocarina of time mm-hmm all all the different places you get the microbes from are the same as those different temples and like you could think of that as like an initiation into these seven archetypes which are like maybe the seven environments or whatever and you could think of maybe octaves and 12 and 8 or 7 or whatever some number of them but like you get initiated because you go into those temples and you collect those microbes and you spread them and, and then it and it creates peace to that land Right, it brings balance. The toxins go away because the microbes neutralize them. The carbon then creates this like matrix that can support life. Wow! And it creates peace among uh, among beings. So then, I, I guess when I guess as a human, when I get caught up in my own story or my own head, it's like probably just a good idea to take a deep breath. And just think about like that, about how it's like, what am I complaining about? Or like, what, like, what am I upset about when could literally just like go place or collect another like box anywhere. And it's like, that's more diversity. That's more information. That's more interaction within this like network. And it's like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's almost like microbe collections could be like kind of a equivalent, not equivalent, but like comparable to like pokemon or something like gotta catch them all gotta collect them all they're like each one of there's like a yeah a different one for each area or something or yeah yeah G- gamifying it and, and yeah, having yeah, the yeah, imo library like you're talking about yeah like an indigenous microorganism library but yeah. one one thing that like kind of comes up throughout the travels and i feel like sometimes sharing that idea is is like people talk about like asking permission yeah. So it's like, I think it's important to ask permission, um, but it's like, what? Yeah. What? What's the m- most pono way to go about that? Like, is does that mean like asking permission within yourself and like with the creator and being in alignment with that, or is it like going through the system and asking permission, even though like that, like you could just go and do it in a in a righteous way. Yeah, well, that well, nature, nature's law, it trumps man's law, right? So, nature's law is that if I grab microbes from one area and I bring them to an area where they don't want to live, the mi- the local microbes beat those things up and they go away because 
you can like America is only like two hundred years in, and we've like fucked all kinds of shit up, and this like, way of living with oil and stuff is only like two hundred years in, or what, whatever. We're not that far into the fossil fuel age compared to like life and stuff and living. <laughs> like and so this this idea of of wow, oh, kind of lost my train of thought there, but you you're talking about the. We're not that far into it. Like it's it's only like mm-hmm. two hundred years. Where what as the secret society goes back like, in, in infinitely. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's it's understanding is, is so immense. Yeah, yeah. It just kind of makes you think about like information because information changes situations it completely does like if someone has like uh receives information or a new understanding or a fresh perspective or like new insight then i i feel like it can really kind of like yeah change reality I, well, I remember what I was, I was talking about the, the, the local ones win so was the na- nature's law and the local ones win so you you were talking about asking permission and so basically it, 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 like the permission is asking nature and asking Keakua like if, if I get microbes from an area the, one that, the ones what's going to win here in Hilo are the ones from Hilo what's going to win in Onamela the ones from Onamela what's going to win in Texas the microbes from Texas. If I ship my microbes from here to Texas, like some, like the lactobacillus and a few strong extremophiles will live, but the, the, like even moving them a little ways doesn't, doesn't go. And so that's why what the IMO is for, right? You can gather from certain areas, like within your bioregion, within your, like our, our, our ahupua'a here, right? And we can spread that and we can bring this culture and this diversity and then, and then the right ways of collecting it. But the but the, to ask permission from somebody, I I see, I see as one of the most important things we can do is we actually start spraying like, and, and you go and you spray your neighbors, stuff like, not not on their like you know if you spray your house it kind of starts to decompose, but <laughs> but spraying the roadsides and spraying agricultural land. You know, not not that we need to ask permission, but that if if people were getting crop dusters and spreading indigenous microbes, we would be rapidly turning those areas into carbon sinks. And who do you have to ask permission to do that, right? It's it's very inexpensive to do these things. I can take you know potato, water, salt, the soil, mix that together, and it creates microbes that I can then spray in an area. And those are the indigenous right where I got that soil from. They've been living there. I just grew them. Hey, that's what's there. I fed them and now I've multiplied them. Now I can spray them. Mm. And so do I have to ask permission to go and brew the microbes from here to then spray them there? Like, and in, in the thing is it doesn't cost that much to do it. Right. Like if I go and I get, you know, say, say I, I, I load my truck up with, with solution and i go spray all the way around the island tonight because just because and i just spray you know and i just just spray on the side of the road as i'm cruising then do i have to ask permission i i think the microbes are going to be most effective right here in this area the further i get away from my home the the less effective they're going to be yeah and so do i have to ask permission to spray some shit way far away 
No, do I, you know, because it's gonna su- it's not gonna matter, right? Do I have to ask permission to spray stuff in my own area? Well, I don't know. You know, like where where does this lay of like what is pr- property rights? What is your kuleana to the land? Mm. Yeah, what is yeah, what is your kuleana to the land, and where where does that kind of yeah, where does that where do you find yourself in on that journey? Yeah, when I when I drive on the road, do I have permission to spray it? I kind of meant more when I, like when, I, when water flows through my land, do I have permission to dump dump microbes in it? Yeah, I don't, I mean I guess I don't know, um, but I guess I was thinking about. <laughs> I was thinking more about collecting microbes and how like, you know, in forests, but a lot of the forests are controlled by parks or, you know, it's the state or, you know what I mean? So like not I'm having access to your forest to collect indigenous microbes in your catalog and to categorize them and to like keep them in an IMO library. Yeah. You got to renegade that. <laughs> you just got to be like, all right, look, you guys over there with the permission are like it's a corporation it's a corporation of folks that think they're like like the state of hawaii is a corporation it's registered as that so who is the governor oh he's the he's like a ceo of this corporation and if a corporation was saying oh well we're gonna take part of your money like if walmart came to you and said oh well, we're gonna take 20 percent of your income you'd be like fuck that but the corporation of hawaii this corporation that happens to have a military and all this other shit comes and they say oh we're gonna take 20 percent of your stuff and you're like okay and then it's like, what the hell versus like, we really get things done in a way where it's like, what the, f- what the hell is that? So, so asking permission and asking these places for like legislation and rules and permission, like, can I get from the forest that the people own? Can I get a copy of my indigenous microbes from this native region? Right now, there's a conflict on the Mauna right here. I'm actually on the Mauna right now. You're on the Mona. We're on the Mona. We're on the Mona? Yeah. Yeah. We're time traveling right here through the Mona. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But there's the the, the corporation is saying to certain people, okay, you guys can go up there and cause all kind of heva. And that same corporation is like restricting farms with food safety and all kinds of stuff. And there's like, if you look around, we're, 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 the, that corporation is not managing things right and they th- that they're supposed to and they restrict a lot of stuff so the secret society needs to gather you know we need to join in together as a secret society as people of integrity of people that are propagating stuff with the earth that are pono that are in harmony and to unify and to produce and to make our lands sovereign and fertile and we don't have to go ask permission to get permits to do these things. Like, we just need to start making, you know, disgustingly cheap microbes. <laughs> right here. <laughs> All right, and that's our wrap for you guys who are just uh, getting our full or our half show. So if you want the full show, go over to microbialsecret.org. Join the secret society. Get yourself in in the membership and access to all the episodes. Uh, this, you know, from beginning to end, all the episodes, one membership, $8 a month. Uh, it's well worth it. And uh, 
Look forward to uh, having you as a member of our secret society and raising your consciousness and influencing yourself and those around you to think higher and better choices and um, letting love shine out from, the, from every facet of your being. So uh, with that, may the beneficial microbes be with you and see you in the secret society. Aloha.